Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Mayor Tom Barrett, and I'm joined this morning by uh, the city's chief clerk, uh, Jim Ozarski. Last night, uh, late in the evening, I uh, contacted Jim um, and informed him that I would be resigning as mayor of Milwaukee, effective at 5 o'clock today. Um, so after a few remarks, I'm going to sit down and sign the letter again, uh, and he will distribute it to members of the Common Council. But I want to thank the residents of the city of Milwaukee for giving me uh, nearly 18 years of the biggest honor and privilege of my life. I have absolutely, absolutely loved being the mayor of this great city. With its challenges, with its opportunities, with its wonderful people, I have been blessed. And as a young boy growing up on the west side of Milwaukee, I never dreamed that I have, would have the opportunity to someday lead our great city. And as I was preparing for this job, I thought about what the challenges would be. And there have been many challenges, and I think we all recognize that. But it's been the will of the people, it has been the hardiness of the people, it has been the involvement of the people that have allowed us to make great advancements in this city. You have seen a resurgence in the heart of the city, the investments in the heart of the city. You look at the Menominee Valley, you look at the Reed Street Yards, you look at the transformation of places like the old Paps Brewery into the Brewery Now, and you look at the literally thousands of, of new housing units that have gone up over the last 15 years. It's because people have believed in this city and invested in this city. It is the people of this city that make it a great city. And those of us who are honored to serve, honored to serve in this office or other office, offices, must always remember that. It's, it's the great people of this city that allow this to happen. So again, I am very, very blessed. I am very, very thankful. Um, it's obviously sometimes a surreal experience as you're leaving a job that you love so much. But I can honestly tell you, this is the hardest job I've ever had in my life. And it is the most rewarding job I have had in, in my entire life. And I'm leaving this job filled with optimism for the future of this city. Because I know the people of this city. And I know that they believe in themselves. And what we, as leaders, have to do is to work with the individuals throughout this community to make it even greater. So I will sign this, and then I'll come back up and take a few questions if there's a few questions. Jim, my letter of resignation. Thank you, sir. Are there any questions? Mayor Milwaukee's coming off uh, second year in a row of record homicides. How do you feel you're leaving the city from a public safety standpoint? Well, I think if you look at the, the track record over the last 15 years, you're going to see some pretty dramatic changes. Um, when I came in, um, and you can even go farther back. If you look at the early 1990s, we had, of course, the crack cocaine epidemic, um, which led to record high, at that time, homicides in the city of Milwaukee. Um, when I came in, um, obviously we're still hovering in the 120 range, um, but we had a very successful run from 2013, 14, 15, 16 um, in that period. And, and actually a few years later than that, I think it actually went all the way through 2019 where we saw our homicides going down every single year. Um, and in fact, in one of those years, perhaps it was 2018 or 2019, we had the lowest number of homicides that we had seen in this city in a long time. 
That all changed last year, the year the pandemic started. Um, and without a doubt, Milwaukee, as many, many, if not most major American cities, has seen a resurgence of violence since 2020 began. Um, and that is an issue. That's a huge issue. There's no question that's a huge issue. Um, and I think that's a challenge going forward. I think what we need, and again, incoming uh, Mayor um, Kevlar Johnson, as well as other members of the council, and then in April, whether it's President Johnson or someone else, um, will be dealing with that issue. But it's going to involve obviously getting more funding for police officers. I think that that's a huge issue. The, the, one of the challenges and one of the disappointments as I leave this job is our fiscal relationship with the state of Wisconsin. Without a doubt, that has to be changed. I'm, I'm hoping that having a new face might enhance the chances that that will improve. Um, but that's a real issue. But I don't think we can be ignorant of, of the fact that the gun laws play a part in this. In, in no, there's no doubt in my mind with the ease with which people can get guns, straw purchases, all those issues are very, very real. Um, the drug trade continues to be a challenge. So, so those are real issues going forward. No, no question about it. Mayor, when's the last time you talked with the White House and what do you need um, I will be uh, receiving my oath tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. at the federal courthouse. Um, Judge Edelman will be um, swearing me in. So tomorrow, as of tomorrow morning, if all goes well in the next 24 hours, good Lord willing and the creek don't rise, I will be the ambassador of the, to Luxembourg tomorrow morning at this time. I understand you had to fill out a lot of paperwork. Can you tell us what you had to do yesterday in order to make this happen? Well, obviously, this resignation is the key, um, but there were other resignations for other boards. We submitted those. Um, a lot of paperwork as an incoming employee. Um, so a lot of it is pretty practical stuff. Nothing that, nothing is newsworthy. It's stuff that every single one of you have had to fill out at one time or another in applying for a new job. Mayor, are you officially endorsing anybody to replace you? In no, I, I'm covered by the Hatch Act, um, which means I can't get involved in partisan politics, but I think that in the spirit of that, I think it's prudent, and I've discussed this with people at the State Department, I'm going to take a break from politics here. You're resigning at 5 p.m. What's left to do today? Um, well, I have a list on my desk of things that I have to do. There's still some issues. I still have to fill up more papers to leave the city of Milwaukee. Um, there's a few uh, un unresolved issues that I want to get done, and a few letters, a few phone calls, things like that. So, well, there's nothing again, nothing newsworthy. Just responding to some people's calls, so nothing to write home about or to write in urban Milwaukee about. So. Mayor, how does Mayor, how does the pandemic play into this transition with the State Department and? That's a really good question. Uh, perhaps not surprisingly, I've been watching Luxembourg and looking at their vaccination rate, looking at their infection rate. Um, they, they have issues like we've got issues in the United States. You, anybody who's looking at the national media can see that Europe is in the midst of this. Um, my actual departure would probably be sometime in January is my guess. Um, I'll make another trip to Washington in early January for additional meetings. Um, but they'll be doing. I'm doing a lot of work in preparation for that, and preparing, literally, to my wife and I that we'll be moving there. Is there a single thing that you're most proud of that you did in I really. I, I know this sounds strange. I haven't sat down and thought, okay, what are the things? I'm, I'm proud of a lot of things that we have done. I really, I really am. I, I, when you look at a lot of the transformation and just driving through the cities, and I, I'm betting a lot of mayors do this. 
Um, you look at a building and say, oh yeah, that one's mine, that one's mine, that one's mine. They're, none of them are mine, of course, but they came up during the time I was here. I, I think the, the work we have done, um, certainly to reduce teen pregnancy, is something I think that was a community effort. I thought that was really something very, very meaningful. Um, but transformations of areas like the Menominee Valley, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see that. But, but again, I'm, I'm not in a reflective mood. I'm still, my foot is still on the accelerator right now. And so hopefully I'll have some time over the holidays to reflect a little bit too. Hey, are you keeping your residence on the west side? If I want to keep my marriage, I'm keeping my residence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a yes, yes, you know, absolutely yes. What are the travel restrictions getting into Luxembourg? Are you going to be able to get into the country? Uh, I'm assuming that I will be able to. I, I, again, I, I'll be working with the, the State Department, and I, that's a question I don't know the answer to. I don't know what the quarantine rules are there. Uh, again, this will be, be later after the new year, but I've been in touch with many people with the State Department, and they have a very, very extensive support team that will help me with that transition. Question going partially to for the city clerk as well. What actually has to happen for Cavalier to become mayor? Um, I think he's mayor. But in terms of I, I, oh, I, I, do you swear him in? I'll let Jim answer this. Or he will be mayor at 5 o'clock. At uh, 501, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, Cavalier Johnson, by, because he is council president, becomes acting mayor. There is no oath required by, by the law. It's actually, it, it emerges from his role. I assume he will fly in here like Batman and uh, <laughs> swing into the chair. If I'm here, you'll see me flying out the window. <laughs> so yeah, no, there's. April for the election. Is that now confirmed that that will be the election? There will be a special common council meeting scheduled tomorrow at 10 a.m. The purpose of that council meeting is solely to schedule it to coincide with the spring primary and the spring general. Correct. Power of acting mayor, he does get to move into this office and he can act as the mayor with executive orders and things like that? I've described it to others as it's the, it's the Council of Nicaea. He is both fully council president and fully mayor. <laughs> he just can't vote as council. Correct. That is the only authority he loses. Mayor, what is the biggest challenge he is walking into in, in terms of the pandemic and what we expect to see over the next couple of days and weeks with the holiday? Um, well, well, again, I think clearly. Um, we have to deal with the level of violence in the city of Milwaukee. There's just no, there's no question about that. And uh, I am hopeful and confident that the state will emerge as a stronger partner in this effort. Um, but that is, that is something that weighs heavily. I was thinking this morning because every day I'm contacted when there's a homicide in the city and how that's going to change when I leave this job. Um, but if you're asking me things that take a toll on an individual, it's it's, it's things like that. And, and, and without a doubt, I'll just be candid, that the last 21 months have been extremely difficult since the pandemic began for, for a number of reasons. One, the pandemic itself has been very, very challenging. Um, bear in mind, we had then the summer of a lot of unrest um, that followed that. Um, really the loss of, of many um, events that occurred, and that may seem like a strange thing, but I think in this job, um, you get your energy from a number of places. And one of the places where I always got my energy was being among people. Um, and when that's taken away from you, it just, it's, it's a loss of an energy source um, because you can get caught up in things in this building because you're in this, in this building where people think the world revolves around them. And then you go four blocks from here and people have no clue what's going on and they don't care. And they're, they, they're living their lives and they're happy people. 
and, and so that gives me energy. So, so I've missed that, and, and so I'm hoping that that, that returns. I, I, you need that personal, I think anybody in this job needs that personal interaction. So, but, but again, back to your question, certainly the level of violence. I think economic justice, racial justice, those are issues that don't go away. And I think the one, the one constant of cities is they are always changing. They are always reinventing themselves. And, and you look at Milwaukee, and it started out as a Native American settlement. Um, obviously, we had many Germans come here, many Poles, many Italians, Irish, African Americans, people from Russia, um, now a larger Hispanic population. Um, and I believe every, every one of those ethnic groups has come here because they felt this was a place where you could live the American dream and start climbing that ladder to prosperity. And it's been different ethnic groups, but that theme has always been there. It's, it's always been cities are places where people come um, because they want to have a new start or they want to they want to find jobs. And, and that that's that's exciting to me. And that gives me energy to see that. And what's different now is it's different people It just that's the difference. We can do a couple more questions. This transition has obviously been, you know, coming for several months. Uh, but it's gotten a little more real in more recent days. What's been some of your closing conversations with Cavalier, some last party words you've had for him now that it's, you know, we're in the last hours? Well, again, I'd say very practical things. Um, this is good, watch out for this. This is good, watch out for this. Uh, I, I, want, I want people to succeed. I want, I want the city to succeed. And so uh, that's why we've worked so hard to have a smooth transition, because that's really important. Um, but, but you're right in terms of it was, it was hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. And then last Thursday, I get a text message. Um, in four minutes, it's going to happen. So it was that was a little surreal. Mayor, you mentioned reinvention. You're moving to a new environment that is a little similar in some respects to what you're leaving here. What do you think you'll take with you as you kind of navigate this new role and try to offer some insight? Um, well, I'm a people person, and I think I think that will help me. Um, I obviously know how to run an organization and. And just having gone through the ambassador training, um, I think a lot of times ambassadors, when they come into this role, they, they either are not familiar with running an organization or are not familiar with interacting with the public. And, and I feel very comfortable in both areas. Now, I have a huge learning curve in other areas, um, and I think I, can, I think I can make that learning curve in, in the nuances of international diplomacy and, and how we interact not only here, but with other countries around the world. Um, so that, that, I think, will be the challenge for me. But, but in terms of uh, interacting with people, in terms of running an organization, I, I feel that I'm prepared for that job. And I'm excited. Again, just, I am, I, and I've said this before, I am not running away from anything. Again, I love this job. I just have to emphasize this. There, there's some people who leave these jobs, and they leave embittered, and they leave isolated. I am, I'm a happy guy. I am, I, I am so thankful to have had this honor and this experience. I am so thankful. Um, but it's a new chapter in life, and, and I'm very, very excited about it. So thank you very much. Merry Christmas.